People pay money to see me in a 20 by 20 ring. Wrestling fans, welcome to another episode of the 20 by 20 Ring Crew. Episode 59 is here live for you. As always, you have the resident heel, Matt, alongside <laughs> my partner, Big Joe. What's up? And we have a special guest, first time ever. We have our good friend, Mel. Hey, Mel. Hello. I'll be your therapist for this evening. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we are here to do part two of our WrestleMania weekend recap. And unfortunately, we ended with WrestleMania. <laughs> uh, I know you guys are all enjoying the... That's some sad shit. It is. It is sad. Jesus. I know you guys are enjoying episode 58, though, as we talk about G1 Supercard, a fucking classic. NXT TakeOver <laughs> New York, a fucking classic. And, you know, that Hall of Fame thing. Um, oh, that's what we talked yeah, about. Yeah, we talked yeah. about that. You forgot what we talked about. That's, that's, well, no, that's I, amazing. I, I remember the NXT and the Ring of Honor New Japan, but I'm trying to explain to my daughter what we talked about, and I'm like, there was something else we talked about. Yeah, it she, was the Hall of Fame shit. Uh, not you know, important. You don't need to remember <laughs> that, yeah. You're I mean, right, you're right. I mean, shit. I, I, watched, I actually watched the Hall of Fame speeches, and for I the most part. Yeah, I still didn't I, I, was, I was not impressed. D, DX, it was, it was embarrassing to watch just like when they Dicks. came out on Wrestlemania <laughs> yeah I mean cause like they're clearly just being goofy and you know you expect that but it, it's also a Hall of Fame speech and let's let's face facts here for like Sean Waltman and Road Dogg and Billy Gunn this is your only Hall of Fame speech maybe take it a little bit more seriously in my opinion I mean yeah although there was a funny part about don't say Vince McMahon in, in the in the speech well yeah because they're directed not to talk not, not about, to talk about yeah. Vince McMahon and Triple H mentioned getting fired and Billy Gunn to to his credit says well he can't fire me which oh, which got a good fucking pop yeah, for those who don't know he is signed with AEW he no longer works for WWE so that was that was pretty cool and uh, you could see the look that Triple H kind of gave him was like oh know, I fucking which bet. they don't yeah. even like each other to begin with yeah yeah so it was it was pretty cool but anyways, uh, what are we talking about here? WrestleMania. <laughs> WrestleMania took place on April 7th, 2019. Uh, it took place in front of 82,265 from MetLife Stadium in East Rutherford, New Jersey, home of the New York Football Giants, as well you as some other team. You get that in there. <laughs> I mentioned the other team as well. <laughs> hey, this was Philadelphia. I know you've been saying that shit, too. Touche. You know, I mean, but um, before we get started, I, I, have to, I want to go around the room real quick. WrestleMania, first initial thoughts, Joe. What, what was it for you? It was way too fucking long. Way too oh fucking God. long. I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> and it didn't help that my wife was acting up, but it took it took a hell of a lot longer for me to watch the whatever it was, five hours, five and a half hours. It took me like seven yeah. To watch it, it was an. Well, if you watched the pre-show, it was over oh seven hours. Yeah, oh no, no, I didn't even was, watch the pre-show. Yeah, yeah. I just watched the main card, but because of the technical difficulties mm-hmm. and the network and all that, like, mm-hmm. it took about seven hours for me to watch, and, and I fell asleep. So I had to actually go back the next day and finish watching shit that I didn't really want to watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it was too long, and 
I, ju- I just think they're they're trying to sell nostalgia in in just a, like a very misplaced way these days, and that's all it's become. It's fucking sad. I miss I miss being proud of watching WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. You know, they're supposed to do it up, and it just didn't it just didn't feel that way. No, it, like it, even it, just it more lackluster than it normally is. Yeah, and and it hasn't felt that way in uh, quite some time. At least not for me. Mm-hmm. You know, WrestleMania is, I'm going to put this in perspective for, for a lot of people out there. You know, Christmas Day is like a big deal for a kid. You know, mm-hmm. Santa Claus has come and all that shit. You got your, your bike, your toys, whatever it is. And then you grow up and you're the one buying those fucking toys. And it's no longer good. It's like you wake up like, yeah, it's Christmas, whatever. Like, I'll watch Christmas Story or whatever and I'm going to go to, you know. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't have anything to do today. I got no work. I got, yeah. I got nothing going on. WrestleMania now, for me, is like Christmas Day as an adult. Like, it's just, there's nothing special about it. I used to get excited about it. I used to take time off work for it. Now I don't have to anymore. Same here, but like man. It was like a fucking holiday. And now, it, this year was different because Mr. Wrestling 6 didn't take any time off work. He's a, he's a busy man. He uh, decided not to take any time off so he can use that time for you know, more important things like Double or nothing coming up in May. <laughs> uh, Joe, and I, Joe and myself, as we talked about last week, you know, we, we were fighting health issues, flu, whatever we had. I had the stomach flu. You had the stomach yeah, flu. There's, there's no kayfabe there. I, I, I had, had the stomach no, flu. I had no idea what the fuck I had, but I had something. Some, some similar. Something's sound like coming shit. for me, too. <laughs> oh, man. Something's coming her it's way. It's coming. <laughs> So I, I I knew I had to watch WrestleMania because of this podcast. I, I do it for you guys out there. That's the only reason. I that's the only reason. Yeah, the only I, reason I did why. shots. Okay, I had to do shots to get through it for you guys. Okay. So <laughs> I, I I texted Mel here as like, hey, do you want to watch WrestleMania with me? Because I I have to watch it and I don't want to fucking watch it. <laughs> Because I know I, I know the type of guy that I am. I'm just going to be like, fuck this. I'm going to bullshit the podcast. Yeah. And I don't want to do that. Because I, I I knew Joe was going to watch it. I didn't want to be half-assed and shit. You know what? The, yeah, I, I and I watched it. I started watching it on time yeah. as it aired. But the only reason I even got out of bed was because I had to handle business. So if, right. if, it, if I didn't have to fill an order or two, I would have been like, fuck this shit. I'm not even watching it today. <laughs> Yeah, they were advertising the WrestleMania during WrestleMania. Yeah, they were advertising <laughs> WrestleMania. And I'm like, listen, I'm trying to watch WrestleMania. You got me, okay? They're, I'm here. I'm doing shots. They're very, they're horrible at that. They do that all the time. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So, as you can tell, we are so excited to bring you our very special WrestleMania recap show. Static. And uh, <laughs> we're. We're just gonna get right to it. We're gonna start stabbing at it because we got 16 fucking matches we got to get through, <laughs> all over again and relive it. And by the way, as always, I forgot to mention we have wrestling on in the background. If you want to call it that, we have the replay of WrestleMania 35, so we can be reminded of how bad it is. <laughs> uh, but to be fair, we actually have a good match on, we'll, which we'll be talking about that shortly here. Yeah. Um, let's start with the pre-show because I have to talk pre-show. Uh, let's get this first match out of the way. It was Buddy Murphy defending the Cruiserweight title against Tony Nese. Match goes about 10 minutes, 10, oh, a little over 10 and a half minutes. And this was right here. This is what you were talking about, Mel, where, where you stated the fact that it felt very choreographed. Mm-hmm. And that really stuck to me because you asked me if this is what wrestling is like, unfortunately. And 
The answer, we talked about this briefly on episode 58, Joe, where mm-hmm. it's, no, it's not supposed to be this. Uh, we brought up the fact that Kota Bushi Tetsuya Naito match, the Hurricane off the apron, which was one motion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I implore anybody to to go and check that match out to figure out what, what I'm talking about there. Yeah. And you couldn't tell it, it was coming. Yeah, you like, couldn't tell I, it was coming. I had no fucking clue that was going to happen. Mm-mm. I mean, there's a part of me that felt maybe even Naito didn't, but being the <laughs> professional that he is, he reacted to it. And it's, it's disappointed me because Murphy and, and Nice, they've, they have history together. You know, it's like, it's like not to this extent, but like the equivalent of a Shawn Michaels versus Triple H match. Because they're boys, because they have that, that background together, you think you would know where the other guy is going to do before he does it. And this wasn't the case at all. There was a lot of setup. Think very nerves slow pace. got to them, or well, they could have been that. I mean, it is WrestleMania. I do get that, and I, I try to be fair on that mm. because I don't think either one of these guys have had a WrestleMania match prior to this. Uh, maybe a battle royal here and there, but mm-hmm. it could have very well been nerves. But for me, you got to shake that off. You're still professional, yeah. And at, at some point, especially when you, you're given ten minutes, a little over ten and a half minutes. You gotta pick up the pace a little bit, and it just it didn't work. I'm not a big Tony Nese fan. I'm not a big fan of this fucking this this really short guy that's a super jacked for no reason. I, he's nothing special, but Buddy Murphy really disappointed me. Um, he drops the title. Tony Nese uh, is the new Cruiserweight champion, but uh, not a good way to start off the no, show. Not, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. You're yeah. right. And it just it, it it was just very choreographed, and that's. Unfortunately, that's not what... I mean, not... I should say... Not unfortunately. Unfortunately, that's not what professional wrestling is about. But in this particular case, that's that's what you're getting. It's not what you want to see. Uh, moving right along here. We have the match that I have to fucking talk about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, okay. You know what I'm going with? No, no, no. no? Go ahead. Okay. So, you're given... Every year now, men and women both are given a battle royal match, so everybody could have a WrestleMania moment and all that shit, which is fine. I'm I'm cool with that. So you have the WrestleMania Women's Battle Royal because we cannot call it the Fabla Mula Memorial Battle Royal because she was a pimp and all those other nasty things that we talked about last year. Oh, that's right. <laughs> huh. Um. So it's just a w- women's battle royal. Seventeen women participate in this match. I don't give a fuck about the match. It's a battle royal. It's a clusterfuck. It's supposed to be that. There's nothing special about that. But here's what I have a fucking problem with. Two weeks prior to WrestleMania, SmackDown had a women's champion that wasn't Charlotte Flair. She went by the name of Asuka. Now, Asuka, and I don't give a fuck what anybody's opinion is out there, Asuka is pound for pound the best women wrestler on the entire roster, bar none. I get it, she's not as hot as Becky Lynch right now. She's not as popular as Ronda Rousey is. But move for move, hold for hold, there's nobody better than Asuka. And Asuka wins that SmackDown Women's title back at the TLC pay-per-view in what was a fucking classic of a match um, against Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch in that triple threat TLC match. And never, to, to not to my surprise, from December until she lost it in March was never given a fucking rivalry. She was just a yeah, champion. She was a placeholder. Yeah, nothing nothing worthwhile anyway. And she did everything she could to give that title prestige, but she gets punished for it and gets stripped of that title two weeks before WrestleMania 
so they can give it to Charlotte Flair so she can defend it at WrestleMania in a match that already had a championship on the line. So instead of having two women's championship matches at WrestleMania, because we made a big fucking deal that women are main eventing WrestleMania, but, in, so, but instead of, of having two women's championship matches, we're just going to fucking say, Oscar, you're going to go in the... We're going to take your title, give it to the already main eventers, and you're going to be in the fucking Battle Royal. I know. Thanks for everything you fucking did for the company. I know where you're coming from with this, but at the same time, like, I didn't want it to go on any longer than it fucking had to. <laughs> no, and I get that, Stop but that's, that's, that's the problem, though. That's the problem, because it's, it's, it's one of those things where you have somebody like Asuka, and she's not being treated like, let's say, a Ronda Rousey, who hasn't deserved to be the treatment that she's got, or a Charlotte Flair. And again... For everyone that keeps bitching at me about my issues with Charlotte Flair, this is what I'm fucking talking about. Because Charlotte Flair is the one that ended the streak last year at WrestleMania. Now she's the one that takes that title from Asuka two weeks before WrestleMania. And we have legit talent here, and all they fucking get, all she fucking gets is a fucking battle royal. I mean, you couldn't give her a a fucking tag team partner and put her in a fucking women's tag team match or something... Give her a fucking WrestleMania spot. Give her the fucking WrestleMania paycheck. Because you don't get the same paycheck that you get working on a pre-show. No, you so, don't. So, I, I mean, this is this is my fucking problem with, with these these great talents that they pick up. Everyone's like, oh, you gotta go after guys like the Young Bucks. You gotta go after guys like Cody and shit like that. How do we fucking know that their plan wasn't the fucking Battle Royal? <laughs> and the main event of the pre-show. I mean, this is... To me, it's fucking ludicrous. And, and, and maybe you don't feel the same way, and that's fine. But two years in a row, Asuka gets fucked at WrestleMania. No, no, no. I'm right there with you. But, again, they water down all the talent. And, I mean, let's face it. The, the owner is not a, a big fan of Asian people in general. See, I wasn't going to go that route. But, you know, <laughs> but I, I mean, was, I was waiting for he's you He's laying it out. Let's be honest. But it's true. That's, it part, is true. that's part of this. Whether we like it or not, that's part of this. Mm. And I'm supposed to be excited that Kushida... Sign with NXT. I'm well, supposed to be happy just, about ju- that. Well, just be glad he's in NXT and yeah, not, well, you know, that's he, that's Hunter's baby. Not. He's going to be fucking jobbing for Leo Rush and Tivo Five Live by the end of the year. God, I hope not. Yeah, um, that's my gripe. Seventeen women battle royal. It, it Carmella wins it. It goes ten and a half minutes. I don't think anything else. That, well, said that was the it. only thing I was going to say about Asuka as champ. Um, you know, they attempted to pair her up with Carmella and and have some sort of a rivalry and you're supposed to be telling this story of a champion and instead it became Carmella and uh, Ellsworth teaming up to to kind of like fend people off from the from them losing the money in the bank mm-hmm. and it's like yeah not very good storytelling no anymore. not at all it was completely something different than what we should have been Mm-hmm. I just love how they go after these these high profile wrestlers, especially Asian wrestlers. You know, Kyrie Sane, Io Shirai, and another two examples where it's like, what's gonna fucking happen when they get called up? That's why I was you know, so glad when when happen? Kenta was like, "Fuck you guys, I'm leaving. Like, yeah. I'm not resigning with you guys." Like Jesus. For those who don't know, what he's talking about Hideo Tommy. You no longer have to call him that, by the way. That's which is cool. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, now is Kenta still a free agent? Or is he back in Japan? Or? Uh, I haven't heard him signing with anyone exclusive. So, all right, cool, cool. 
Um, all right, moving right, right along here. Um, next match is uh, the Revival. Dash Wilder, Scott Dawson, defending the Raw Tag Team titles against Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder. And, and I want to point out this, too. I forgot to point out in the first match, the second time match in a row, or second championship match in a row where the champion comes out first. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe I'm the traditionalist here. I find that a little odd. Not a fan of that. Uh, neither am I. My godfather always used to say, you knew you were going to lose your title if you came out first. Well, see, and they're all for 2. All for 2. All for so. 2. Uh, there's, there's something to it. I, I can't say it always happens that way, but there's something to it. it. To me, it's a lack of respect. I mean, champions should go out last. It's, well, it, well, it all goes back to like who the fuck is booking right now? Because there, yeah. because if Bruce Pritchard has anything to do with it, guess what? That it's just a fucking prop. There's yeah. no prestige. That's right. That's right. I forgot about that. That's why there was probably so many title changes. Yeah, that oh, too. S- sorry, spoiler alert. There uh, <laughs> <Here> you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, there's a part of me that thought maybe this was like a a punishment for the revival, given uh, Dash Wilder's yeah, that actions could, that the night could before. Be. That could be. Uh, for those who don't know what we're talking about, the, the, the douchebag that decided to attack Bret Hart, the Hall of Fame, he got fucking sucker punched by Dash Wilder. During a time where Dash Wilder should have been kept keeping his hands to himself, uh, the guy was re- uh, detained already, and I, so far nothing has happened from that, but... Uh, it could it could lead to some some problems on the line. Yeah, we're gonna get to that in a second. Uh, real quick here, Kurt Hawkins, Zack Ryder, they are the new Raw Tag Team Champions. Nothing special about this match. Uh, it is interesting to see Kurt Hawkins finally end that uh, that losing streak. Yeah, right. Two hundred plus matches in a row. Man, that pa- that paycheck's got to be good to fucking job that many times in a row. <laughs> but. Uh, they are showing clips right now. Again, we're watching WrestleMania. They're showing clips from the pre-show of the uh, Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, which was the main event of the pre-show. Featured 30 participants, including Michael Shea and Colin Jost of Saturday Night Live. What is going on? Um, Joe, did you watch this match? Did you watch the Battle Royal at all? Did no, I, I, I watched none of the, none the, of the pre-show. pre-show. Uh-huh. Okay. They didn't do anything. So yeah, they're they're showing the the final parts of it. Joseph and Shay, they they they're hitting them in the ring. Of the, yeah, I was excited to see them. I mean, they're great on Saturday Night Live, and I you know I knew they'd be funny. But I'm like, you you didn't do like one wrestling thing. Like I, I just wanted you a little something. I appreciate Colin Jost throughout the the tenure of the the buildup. I mean, he was doing the uh, the gullible, keep wearing the wrong jersey or hat. Mm-hmm. You know, when he first showed up to Philly. He wore a New York Mets hat, which was, <laughs> and then and then and then he made it up. You know, he he uh, was in Boston, and he's like, I, I apologize for wearing the wrong New York hat. So he puts on the Yankees hat in in Boston, and then the motherfucker shows up in MetLife Stadium wearing a Odell Beckham jersey, <laughs> but for the fucking Cleveland Browns. Uh, I mean, that one that one hit me in the heart. Yeah, I'm still, I'm still still bitter on that one, but. Um, you're right. They didn't do anything. You know, they. We've talked about this on the show, Joe, about celebrities and wrestling matches. Is there like a really memorable celebrity that was on there that ever? I can think of? Yeah. I mean, well, they always kind of do the same stuff like well, this. Well, it was like it, it was different years ago. Like you would, you would have. Uh, they'd bring him in as a guest ring announcer, like something they could. Mm-hmm. Handle and not get too involved. Just there's very rare examples. I mean, you go back to the first WrestleMania, Mr. T. 
I mean, uh-huh. for, for, the, for that style of wrestling, too. You know, he did the first two WrestleManias. I mean, you had the Pete Rose situation where he was getting tombstoned by Kane. That was pretty fun. But you didn't have to do anything. You just had to take the tombstone. Yeah. You know, yeah. that was it. It, like, seemed, it seemed like they just had a better handle at giving them a role that to they do can... With them. Yeah. yeah. Years ago as opposed to today. It's like, oh, we just, we need you, we'll your name. You we, yeah, yeah, we need your name on the bill, so... Go wrestle Braun Strowman. Yeah. <laughs> Go do something with that guy. First of all, nobody can wrestle Braun Strowman because he's fucking terrible. <laughs> yeah. He's fucking horrible. He's evergreen, man. <laughs> yeah. I, I, Evergreen I mean, in a bad way. He's he's barely better than Colin Jost. Like I mean, that's not that's 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 as legit as I can get. Maybe that's why they wouldn't let Jost do much because they were afraid oh, they were going to yeah. show him up. You know, flex his ass. <laughs> get these hands. Um, nothing really special happened. You know, as we said, they they did a, a, a funny little bit, and it, that was basically it. Uh, Braun Strowman wins his second Under the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Again, battle royals are a clusterfuck. They're designed to be that way. It's a way to get everybody on the card uh, and try to get somewhat of a WrestleMania experience and paycheck. Um, that's your pre-show. And again, as we mentioned, the pre-show, throughout the pre-show, they were advertising for WrestleMania. <laughs> so in case you didn't know, WrestleMania was happening that night. Yeah. Uh, we got you covered because we're going to talk WrestleMania. <laughs> 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 Just to remind you. So, <laughs> so the first match of WrestleMania. Well, actually, no. Let's let's, let's not do that. Let's start off with the opening ceremonies, <laughs> because here we have we have the host Alexa Bliss. Yeah. Who, uh, and she comes out and says her bid about she can do whatever she wants. She's the host. She can snap her finger. Something big's gonna happen. And then somebody comes out that looks like Hulk Hogan, according to Mel here. I'm like, who's, who's that guy that looks like Hulk Hogan? Who's, who's that guy dressed up like a hot dog? Oh, my God. I didn't know who Hulk Hogan was either. You want to know what I was doing when this was happening? So, Please, tell me. For those, for those who don't know, I, I had some really nice long locks that I recently cut off. And uh, I, was, I got my hair cut again for a second time in like two weeks. I mean, that's pretty fucking impressive for me wow congratulations (laughs) and they put this shit in my hair and it was like super hard and greasy and gross feeling okay Mm -hmm. and i was like i want this shit out of my my head (laughs) so i was like i'm gonna wait until a good spot to do it because you know one thing we talk about wrestling is that you always have the bathroom matches yeah Mm -hmm. you gotta go gotta go relieve yourself go make yourself a sandwich whatever use that hogan comes out and we all know by now, Hogan, what Hogan means to me. Yeah. Uh, I love the oh, guy. Yeah. I love sure, the guy. Sure, sure you do. <laughs> that was for you, Polly. <laughs> but but uh, when it came out, I was like, all right, I'm going to fucking wash my hair. So yeah. as Hogan's coming out, I'm fucking Dude. washing my hair. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> this is what I'm fucking doing. Wow. You're like, perfect. Yeah. I was like, it was like the right time. I was, I was bitching about my hair. Hogan comes out. He saves the day as he always does. Saves the day. Paul's blood pressure just shot up to like 40 points. Call in now. (laughs) Ah, fuck you, Hogan. Um, So the first match of WrestleMania was the uh, Universal Championship match. Paul Heyman comes out right away. If Brock Lesnar's not in the main event, then we're going to get out of here and do this right now and go to Vegas or whatever the fuck he said. So this is what we're doing. We're doing Lesnar... By the way, Lesnar comes out first again. 0 for 3? 
Yeah. And out comes, and then Seth Rollins comes out. Well, that didn't help too. You Seth Rollins comes out, and immediately <laughs> across the big fucking Titantron uh, video screen, you see Beast Slayer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Completely new graphics and everything, and I'm like, first of all, there's got to be a sh- t-shirt printed already if it's not available. Second of all, everybody has a problem with fucking like kayfabe and shit. Like you're. You're giving away of the fucking results of the match. Like, like, even this is terrible <laughs> even for you guys. You're like fucking Columbo. <laughs> <laughs> you just figured that shit out. And you're like, what the fuck? Like, why am I watching this match? Not that I want to do anyway, but like, <laughs> why am I even watching this match? So, but I, but I will yeah. say one, one other thing, and that's I was so relieved at the same time that Lesnar was going to be over said and done with right title. away. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck yeah, get it out of the get way. Out the Nobody, way. Yeah, I don't want to see him the rest of the show. I don't want to wait eight hours or whatever the fuck <laughs> I watch for him to be on last or close to last. Yeah. So that get out of here. Whether he, whether he won or lost, like... No, he doesn't need to be that deep in the card. He don't do shit. <laughs> I mean, he wrestled a two-and-a-half-minute match. That's something. Well, you know, give him credit. I can never remember his name, either. You know, I've, I've watched wrestling, you know, when I was young, and I'm getting rekindled with it now, but... That's okay. Every time I see a picture of him, I'm like, what the fuck is his name? I can never remember. He's like, that's Brock. That's Brock. <laughs> the Vanilla Gorilla. Yeah. Vanilla Gorilla. All right. <laughs> so, so Lesnar beats the shit out of Rollins for, like, a good, like... Five minutes or whatever it was, he gets gassed. Finally, they ring the bell, and we get a we get a great two and a half minute match. It's phenomenal match of the year. Uh, <laughs> Please stop. <laughs> you can't uh, you can't do that because some of the WWE marks who listen to the show. Or just like you're giving them hard ons right now. Like, please wow. don't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But yeah, so Seth Rollins wins the title. He, I don't know, he low blows him and then maybe hits him. I don't know. I don't. I didn't even watch the match. Something like. I, I think I was still drying my hair. I was. Pr- I was printing shipping. <laughs> Got labels. the blow dryer out. So <laughs> like I wasn't going to go this far, but I might as well. Uh, Seth Rollins is the new Universal Champion. Paul Hay- or uh, Brock Lesnar drops the title. The, the only thing that I want to talk about with the match, though, because I've, I've been hearing some people saying, and I don't know who wrote this article or if it was an article <laughs> or if it's shit. Or whatever, but apparently this was Brock Lesnar's idea, not for for him, not to drop the title. He knew he was going to drop the title, but because they weren't going to be the main event, that it was already established that the women had the main event, that he wanted to go out first for Seth, so that Seth could have a moment instead of being outshadowed by the women. You buying that? Oh, no, I completely buy that because Brock, you buy that that Lesnar, yeah, because did it for Seth, yeah, no, okay. uh, right. he's done shit like that before, which is fine. So but when uh, he did it with AJ Styles, I mean, not that they, so that he could have a moment, but he's made decisions like for them, for the both of them, right, to get AJ Styles. Right. Over. No, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying he didn't pull like a creative card. I'm, I'm what I'm asking oh, is, he, did he do it out of the benefit of being a good guy? Oh God, no. Okay. No, he wanted to. I want to establish it because you're killing me here. Right? No. He, <laughs> let's 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 face facts. He did it because he wanted to not fucking be there. Like they're making him drop the title. Like what the fuck? Do and I he's need not to the be? main event. Yeah. So he's, what's pout, the point? he's pouting like a fucking child. I mean, this is the same guy that was it last year? Literally threw the title at at Vince, at Vince McMahon in gorilla position yeah. because he wasn't happy with the match that he fucking put on. Yeah. That he fucking did. Shut up, Renee. Don't say nothing. <laughs> oh. 
Um, there's nothing else to say unless anyone wants to add anything. The, the match was just... It just happened. That was I, it. I was printing shipping labels for most of this match, so... <laughs> that's a lot. And yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, I was just glad that Lesnar finally lost and that we don't have to fucking see him. Is he done? According, do you know? God, I fucking hope so. Uh, as far as I know, uh, they don't have any plans for him anytime soon. Good. I say if we do see him again, it'll probably be for an overseas match. So now he could Saudi do... Arabia. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just stay over there. Uh, <laughs> so, so, now, so now we're going to see him go to UFC and do the exact same thing because UFC's yeah. kayfabe. Well... I mean, I'm, I get a lot of shit for that. But that, that Cormier fucking bit... You tell me that wasn't a fucking work. No, I know, I know. You try to convince those people, though. That's a fucking work. <laughs> you get in there and do that. Right. <laughs> um, second match of the of WrestleMania, six match overall. Saw AJ Styles versus Randy Orton. Uh, the match goes about sixteen minutes. What do you think? It was uh, it was ten minutes too long. Yeah, could have unfortunately ac- could have accomplished the same fucking shit in in. in uh, Again, not off to a great start with no. WrestleMania <laughs> at all. Like, still and, waiting. And you got you got to, like, you and I obviously don't talk about wrestling all the time. But you have to understand, like, I love AJ Styles. Yeah. I love him as a performer. I love what he's capable of doing. He shouldn't be on this early in the card. Mm-hmm. He's watered down. And the style of match they're letting him wrestle, they don't need to go 16 minutes. Yeah, you said that was one of your favorite wrestlers nowadays, right, Matt? AJ Styles, for sure, was, was, I mean, back in the, before he signed with WWE. I mean, this is, like, again, as I mentioned to you, was the the forearm. That fucking forearm. Yeah. That's a a setup move in, in any other wrestling promotion he's ever been in. I mean, it's WrestleMania, and we still don't see the Styles clash. Every once in a while. But, it's, I mean, it's WrestleMania. Yeah, and we no, you're tonight, right. You know? it, it wasn't at WrestleMania. I mean, it, it's, it is, it's unfortunate because Randy Orton, there, there was a time where I, I defended Randy Orton because he does have the old school pick a body part and work it style. It's not for everybody. You know, it's like watching Hoist Gracie in, in MMA. It's, he's not the most entertaining guy, but it's effective, and I appreciated that. He doesn't do that anymore. I don't know what the fuck you want to call Randy Orton at this point. He just... It, it almost like he's gassed the moment he starts the match. He doesn't he's, move. He's the apex predator. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't know how to respond to that. Uh, yeah, it, it's unfortunate because this right here actually could have been a decent match overall. I'm not saying match of the year candidate, but... like. I love when you, we have these one-on-one matches, WrestleMania, a la Kurt Angle versus Chris Benoit at WrestleMania what was it, 17. And there was no titles. I love when you have these, these rivalries that have no titles because that seems to be too much nowadays where it's just title, 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 title. New Japan has the same fucking problem. You know, when, so you have these bitter rivalries and, and the, the before match shit was pretty good you know, leading up to it. They had some good moments where they were you know, running each other on the microphone that was cool. And then you get to the match, and you're right. It just it doesn't deliver, and it's unfortunate because all they had to do was do the same thing that John Cena or Roman Reigns did: let AJ Styles take over the match, Randy Orton follow his lead, and he couldn't do that. No, he couldn't. He can't keep up with AJ. <laughs> so calling it ten minutes too long is, is is exactly how I would sum up this match. It was not very good, uh, way too slow, and it's unfortunate that AJ Styles. 
got ripped off from a WrestleMania highlight match again. Mm-hmm. I, at, at this point, I'm already <clears throat> thinking like, like I get it. You know, you have so many hours of airtime. You have to fit all 16 matches in one way or another. But where in their fucking minds were they like, hey, you guys have to do at least 16 minutes or 15 minutes? What the fuck? Like It just drags. Yeah. It, it did. You it end dragged. up just throwing them like, around like a sack of potatoes. See, <laughs> I don't need to see people fucking arriving in helicopters. Like, oh, I, God. I don't need to see fucking... We're not, we're not there no, yet. we're not but there yeah, yet. Yeah. But, but I'm saying, like, <laughs> shit like that, like, just get it 86 and completely, yeah. Yeah. you know? Somebody fell asleep at Gorilla. That's what happened. Yeah, Yeah, a lot of these matches just felt way too dragged out. God damn it, pal. We got to go another five minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, Vince. Get him out of there. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. All right, so yeah, AJ Styles wins the match. I don't remember how he wins. Was it a forearm? Do you remember? remember? I don't even fucking remember. Nobody nobody cared. AJ Styles wins. (laughs) And then he got hurt on top of it. Yeah, yeah. Fill me in again on, on what he's happened. Got, yeah. He's got some sort the of... SI like, joint? Was that him? I believe so, yeah. Okay. So, and he's going to be out for an undetermined amount of time. Hmm. Oh. I, was, I was trying to pinpoint totally in, the, in the match where that, that even happened. Yeah, again, I, I couldn't tell you. Unless he's just, like, you know, that strong of a guy, but... He's one hell of a seller, so he Yeah, is. there you go. <laughs> that, and that's what counts. <laughs> He did a good job with that, for sure. I don't want to hear selling from you. <laughs> <laughs> Moving right along, we got a, a Fatal 4-Way Tag Team match. The Usos, who, did they come out first? I don't remember if they came out first. I, I Again, I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't think they did. Um, clearly we, clearly we don't remember it, shit. It might have been uh, Ricochet and Aleister Black that okay. came out first. So, yeah, the, maybe. so the Usos, Jimmy and Jay, defended the WWE SmackDown Tag Team titles against... Uh, the team of Aleister Black and Ricochet, the team of Rusev and Shinsuke Nakamura, and the bar, Cesaro and Sheamus. Uh, this match goes a little over 10 minutes. I like Ricochet. He's got a lot of energy. Hell yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ricochet for sure is definitely one of the, uh, he's one of the guys that lives up to the to the gimmick of one and only. I mean, I, I've seen that man do something, do shit that I've never seen anybody else do. Nor should they try. He, he's probably got the most natural six thirty out there right mm-hmm. now. That's like from anywhere, every, yeah. everywhere. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's ridiculous. The only guy that has more leaping ability is PCO. But oh, Jesus, please! Don't. <laughs> I, I, I yeah, to. I just read he's getting a title to. shot. No. Yeah. Like what title shot? Uh, like the title shot? Like the title shot at one of the War of the Worlds? Motherfucker. Yeah. I know they had a six-man tag at the Masters of the Craft last night. Did they? Yeah. yeah so no, he's, at, he's getting a title shot. Fuck him. Yeah. Is that Shawn Michaels or no? No, PCO is... Uh, he's, <laughs> Never mind. He's probably the same age as Shawn Michaels. Yeah. And he... Yeah, you know what? Maybe yeah. maybe a little bit older, but yeah, yeah somewhere, they're up there. He's Both got screwy eyes. Yeah. He's, <laughs> well, you know, probably pushing 60 years old. He's, he's overweight, old as shit, obviously, and... Thinks he's a fucking cruiserweight, and uh, yeah, it's scary. I, I don't want to see him live because I feel like I'm gonna watch somebody die in front well, of me. Well, we watched him live, and we were scared. I was scared to death. We were scared that we, he were gonna, he was gonna leave on a, on a fucking gurney. Like just like he's yeah. gonna fucking break his neck one of these days. I don't want to like, witness a death today. It was to no, the point sir. where my daughter was like, "He just needs to stop." Yeah, like he shouldn't be. I got nine one one on the phone. Yeah, pretty much. Oh man, um. <laughs> Ricochet and Aleister Black is a very intriguing tag team to me. 
They mm. they don't mesh character wise, but goddamn it, in the ring, they're pretty good. I I fucking dig them. So they it's they great. Do. I just yeah. hate that they're fucking just jobbing them around to everybody. <laughs> yeah, they are. They are kind of kind of at that situation position right now. Um, second year in a row where Shinsuke Nakamura completely disappoints me uh, with, with zero performance whatsoever. Mm. I I mean he doesn't disappoint me to that to the sense where I thought he was going to actually do something this year, like last year I did. But uh, I don't know if you I, if you said it while we were recording, but Shinsuke Nakamura has resigned. He's and, resigned officially, yeah. So I, I mean, his career is dead. This is dead. Yeah, no. He, the I, King of Strong Style is dead. Yeah, no, and you know what? That, the artist. I, yeah, uh, apparently that's fine with him. Because if it wasn't fine, he wouldn't have resigned. Whatever. Fuck you. You know? <laughs> Fuck Shinsuke. Yeah. Uh, it's a shame. What do you think about the match overall? I mean, I think it was terrible. No, it wasn't terrible. It was starting there, to pick there, up. There was entertaining parts. There was, yeah. there was. you know, like uh, you had fucking uh, Sheamus beating on people, con- like one after another, while Cesaro was doing <laughs> the, the swing. Longest swing. Oh my god! Swing. Yeah, like, that was cool. This is definitely a ra- uh, WrestleMania moment. Sure. But yeah. Other than that, doing his old Titanic move, just <laughs> swinging rows around. There- there is a good, cool spot where they're all doing the uh, their finishers. The uh, the black mask kick by Alistair Black. Oh my God, he pulls that shit out of nowhere. This is one of those. This is a, this is one of those points where I would be like, okay, they gave them. They went ten minutes, ten seconds. Mm-hmm. Why couldn't you give them 16. another ten minutes? Yeah, you know, like you mm-hmm. got four fucking teams. Showcase them. Well, it's and that's the thing too, because you know when you watch Fatal Four Ways, especially if you see them live. They are. They can be a clusterfuck, and there's times where guys are out in the ring just waiting for their spots to happen. It, it can be annoying because, you know, there's times where that's happened and they never actually come back and do their spot because they ran out of time. Yeah. So, it's hard because you have you have four teams, you know, times that by two. You I mean you have eight fucking guys in this match. You know, you gotta fucking do something at some point, and it just it, it seemed a little rush. Um, I wasn't too too impressed with the finish. I don't have a problem with the Usos retaining the titles, but uh, I just, I don't know. To me, it just, it was a little lackluster at the end. Overall, it was a solid match. It was a, it was a nice, uh, especially going after, coming after the AJ Styles, Randy Orton match. Mm-hmm. It was a good way to kind of get the adrenaline going again, but overall, it was just okay. It was okay. Yeah. It did the job. <laughs> yeah. Sure. I, I wish it would have went longer, but yeah. It was a decent appetizer to what happened next. Fuck you. <laughs> you know what I did during this match? Do your hair? I cooked dinner. Oh, you cooked I have dinner? no hair to do. <laughs> you had a great beard, though. Oh, uh, the beard, I yeah. I braided but, my beard. No, I did. I, I, uh, I actually cooked and I did dishes. I was That's like, how entertained you were. I was like, fuck this You match. actually did dishes. I actually Because you dishes. just did not want to Yeah, I hate through. the fucking dudes. I hate them with a passion. Oh, God. If there was anyone that ever failed upwards in the company, it's him. Do they always have at least one goofy-ass match in, like, each WrestleMania? Because this was yeah, really no. goofy. Yeah, they do. And, and you know what? My, I could hear the... It's supposed to be goofy, though. No, Don't fall on anywhere, It really was, though. I can hear the WWE marks right now in my head like oh but it's Shane McMahon and he's gonna do this crazy ass shit like I don't give a shit if you watch the wrestling I watch mm-hmm. this pales in comparison oh, I totally called the very very last move though you but did. I did not expect Shawn Michaels to win Shawn Michaels wait who won Shane McMahon oh sorry it's, all right. it's okay at this point they're about the same fucking <laughs> 
My bad. I'm no, not, I'm not editing that out, by the way. <laughs> Sean Thompson beat the Miz. <laughs> <laughs> Sean Thompson. And Tim Duncan was the special guest referee. I don't think, you know what? Tim Duncan was his dad, actually. Oh, my God. <laughs> we've never told the story. I told her the story. You, I mean, on the podcast. You, okay, you yeah. want to tell, tell the podcast story. So... <laughs> <laughs> At our old nine to five years ago, oh, Mr. Wrestling Six and I, we had the morning shift, and <laughs> it is like before six a.m. And we're sitting in the break room, and one of our coworkers, uh, who look uh, like the informant from thank Matt you. Damon. I, yeah, there's a movie with Matt Damon in it called The Informant. Fuck he, Matt Damon. He looks exactly <laughs> like. Matt Damon and the informant. And I'm not going to say his name or anything. And he's, uh, he took medication for something. I don't know what exactly. Like, I don't want to say he had autism or anything like that. Not because I don't, I want shit from people who have issues with autism or whatever. But no, like, that's not even. I'll say it for you. He was a little goofy. He was. Like, yeah, you just, he was some sort of goofy. I don't know what kind. Can't pinpoint it. Yeah. So he comes in. And at the at that point in time, because we worked with him for quite a few years, he was doing the hacksaw Jim Duggan ho all the fucking time. Every time he saw us, and it wasn't like it wasn't like something quick like I just did. No, it was like he was trying to call uh, a Mexican soccer game. <laughs> you know, like where they do the extended goal, it, but it was ho and like. To the point where he was beat red in the face and, like, <laughs> n- not breathing. <laughs> and, again, this is before 6 in the morning, so, like, none of us have had coffee or energy drinks or what have you. <laughs> and I'm just like, dude, shut the fuck Please up. God. <laughs> so he comes in the break room doing that shit, and he finally takes a breath. And I'm like, dude, just <clears throat> can you fucking just sit down? Like, we're not even clocked in yet. Just give me a minute. <laughs> And so Mr. Wrestling Six and I are trying not to laugh at him because we don't want to encourage him. But uh, he knows that Mr. Wrestling Six and I are big wrestling fans. And he proceeds to walk over to Mr. Wrestling Six and start talking to him about wrestling. And we, he happened to be talking about Monday Night Raw, so this was Tuesday morning. And, you know, he's he's talking about Raw, but... You can clearly tell by the conversation, he is, like, kayfabe still exists in his mind at this point. And he's talking about how he doesn't like how Kane has gotten in with these bad dudes and, like, they're, you know, they're influencing him to be a bad person. And we're trying, again, we're trying not to laugh. I'm like, oh, Jesus. And then, you know, oh, The Undertaker, he's spooky. Ooh, ooh. And so he, so far he had Kane's name correct and The Undertaker's name correct. But then the conversation go, just goes into the left field. Like, I don't know where. And he goes, yeah. And that, that heartbreak guy, Sean Thompson. <laughs> and we both look at him like, what the fuck did you say? And he's like, yeah, the, the heartbreak kid, Sean Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> and we're uh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, that guy he's like, Man, he's he's just he's he's in with some bad guys and I don't I don't know about him, like he's choosing the wrong path in life, man. And and I, at this point I'm I'm laughing so hard inside my stomach start to hurt. 
<laughs> and he just he keeps laying it on. He's like, you know, he's he's not like that hacksaw Tim Duncan guy. <laughs> that guy, he's got his head on straight. You know, he's he's he carries a board with him to defend himself. And he's a, he's a big strong guy. That hacksaw Tim Duncan. And I'm like, he got a whole other thing going on in his head. Yeah, and, and I'm and at <laughs> not this even point, the same federation. <laughs> at, the, at this point, I like I politely off to myself like. Tim Duncan's a basketball player. <laughs> and he was just so enthralled in what he was saying, he didn't even hear me. So Mr. Wrestling 6 <laughs> likes, just starts laughing his ass off. And he just keeps going. And he's just like, you know who I miss? He's like, I miss that. that uh, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that macho man, Randy Sampson. <laughs> no. no. Oh, no. I didn't even know about that one. I didn't know about that either. And Mr. Wrestling Six is like, did you just say Samson? His name is Savage. Macho Man Randy Savage. There's no fucking Samson about it. And he just carries, he's like, man, Randy Samson, he's just, he's, man, he's so tough. He, and he's just, he's, oh, wow. And at that point, it was time to clock in, and I was like, fuck this shit, I can't take anymore. Did this guy time travel or something? Like, uh, that's <laughs> highly debatable, uh, especially when he was on medication. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that... He came back, and he came back all wonky. So, ever since, uh, yeah, we always bust each other's chops about the heartbreak kid, Sean Thompson. I never knew about Randy Sampson. Yeah, Macho Man Randy Sampson. Oh, God. That's some good shit. And it wasn't like he was new to watching wrestling, or he wasn't familiar with the product, because he watched it just as much as we did. Uh (laughs) Holy fuck. Yeah. God bless him. I can't take this anymore. (laughs) (laughs) God bless him, so the story could happen. I don't even know where a match we're on. I we let's let's just call it quiz. <laughs> <laughs> and that was your WrestleMania recap. Yeah. Episode. <laughs> uh, we just surpassed the. We're not even halfway. The there. whole fifteen minutes of Shane McMahon and the Miz. Oh yeah, yeah. that match happened. Yeah. His, uh, I don't even want to talk about his, it. To be honest his with dad me. looks like a his dad fucking can't fight. That was, that was, was hacksaw Tim Duncan. That was Tim Duncan. It was <laughs> the highlight of all of WrestleMania. <laughs> was his dad. He just couldn't even do a fighting stance correctly. Yeah. Like, that's all you had to do. Yeah. Just stand here and put up your fist. I love all those memes that are out now. They're just fantastic. The, the, the meme where he's fighting Thanos kills me. My new favorite thing. My, fucking kills me. My daughter refused to watch WrestleMania. Good. I'm, she's what a smart lady. Do you know why? Because, because, because as soon as she found out that this match was taking place... She's like, I'm not. <laughs> nope. I'm not. Nope. She's like, I'm going to go watch something else. And I don't even know what she watched, but she like we were nowhere near each other because she refused to sit by me while I watched <laughs> WrestleMania. She rather watched paint dry. Was, was probably <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. Um, yeah, Shane McMahon, uh, I, I get told, especially by a one specific listener, <laughs> he is the one of the best in the world because he jumps off stuff. That's, that's a legit wow. thing. That's a legit thing. He's a, he's a superhero because he jumps off. Is this stuff. the same fucking guy that had issues with Jay Lethal and his hair? That's probably. Okay. It's, it's probably the same goofy guy we're talking about with Tim Jesus. Duncan and shit. It's nice to see some acrobatic <laughs> shit, but I don't know. But that doesn't yeah. make it the best. No, it doesn't. it doesn't. And, and the, the shit he does, don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. like it's death defying and what have you, but again, it's run of the mill at this point. Like, he thinks he's doing something... He thinks he's Michael Jordan. Or so, Yeah, so, <laughs> and he's not. Like, you know how many other people do that shit on a daily? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah, so, so, yeah, if you're gonna do high-flying shit, it's gotta complement what you've already done. 
You can't just you can't just do this half ass bullshit for well how long is it? Fifteen and a half minutes. Fifteen and a half. And you do minutes. one spot, man, best in the world. Nah, it doesn't work that way. No. It just doesn't work that way. Um, this was a false kind of room match. It get, ends with uh, a, a suplex off of a scaffold into a, some kind of... And Shawn Michaels won. And Shawn Michaels won. <laughs> he won. That's it. <laughs> Shawn Michaels beat He came in and he won. I'm not changing that. So that. Um, fucking move along. Move, move right along here. Um, next match was a Fatal 4-Way tag team match, the second of the night. Uh, this time featuring the women, it the the Boston Hug Connection. I know you love that name. I hate that Boston Hug name. Connection. The Boss and Hug Connection. Boss. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Bailey and Sasha Banks defending the, the the women's tag team championship against the team of Nia Jax and Tamina, against the team of Beth Phoenix and Natalia, and the okay. Iconics Billy Kay and Peyton Royce. We want to start with this one. This goes about uh, almost eleven minutes, ten forty-five. First of all, kudos to them getting eleven minutes. Yeah, uh, it was an okay match for what it was. Sure. Um, I I would assume they got told like, don't be out there all night, which and they should have. They should have had probably at least fifteen, seventeen minutes, somewhere around there. Um, you and I talked yeah. off air, and we were both surprised that the Iconics won. But I'm hearing now that that was a last-minute decision because, if you guys don't know, Sasha Banks is potentially pulling bullshit because she doesn't want to be with the company anymore. So Hmm. because of her actions, uh, they were like, fuck you, you don't deserve a title anymore, and so let's just give it to the Iconics. Oh, wow. So that's what I'm hearing. Again, it's rumor until we we know for sure. But um, See, I didn't know that part. Yeah, so I just found that out like a day ago. But yeah, so, but either way, like, don't get me wrong, I'm excited to see the Iconics as champs in any form or fashion. They have really great might work. No, they're excellent might work. They need to improve in in ring um, under under, uh, main roster situations. Especially Billy Kay. Especially Billy Kay, I agree. But um, I'm excited. I'm excited to see there's a little bit of potential there. I'm glad uh, Nia Jackson Tamina didn't win it. Although I, they, I would assume that was probably the go-to thing if Nia Jax wasn't in line for surgery. She, oh, she's having um, okay. ACLs worked on. Okay, so mm. we won't we won't get to see her for a while. Yeah, that means the, uh, that's how it sounds like a long injury. That yeah. means the women's yeah, roster is safe for a good for a while. six eight months something yeah. like that. Yeah, she's not gonna fucking kill anybody. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Sasha Banks. I've defended her on the show before. Uh, for a number of reasons. One, I, I think she's overlooked as far as the in-ring talent is concerned. I mean, let's let's not let's not forget that she was in the first ever women's Hell in a Cell match. Yeah, you... And, and fucking delivered. Yeah, you absolutely, know, absolutely. The false kind of in-ring match she had with Charlotte Flair as well. The Iron Woman match she had with Bayley. I mean, she's one of the best in-ring talents that they have. And when she won the... Raw Women's Championship multiple times I asked you the question Joe how many times if uh, on top of your head has she successfully defended that title do you remember the answer no I don't I, I know it was I, I don't think at all right or one goose egg yeah so yeah she didn't no, she's never never retained the never successfully defended the title and then you throw the the Women's Tag Team Championships and then how many times has she successfully defended that title none 
None. None. What is up with that? And I went on a tangent of what does it what does it represent? Because you look at a long list of history of, and I hate to be this guy because I'm not this guy in real life, but African American wrestlers, and how many times have they been successful as champions? Very rarely. <clears throat> Same thing with Asians. Same thing with Latinos. Why is that? Why is this company continuously kind of shoot down their ethnic wrestlers? And I'm not saying that's what happened here. Because my problem with, with, with Sasha Banks, or Mercedes in her real name, she's got a fucking mouth on her. And much like a Nia Jax or a Baron Corbin, she don't know when to shut the fuck up and just swallow the pill. In life, we all know... We all, most of us learn, you gotta pick your battles. And certainly what's going on with, with her wanting to leave the company, there's a time and place, and right before WrestleMania was not the time nor the place. Mm-mm. Yeah, apparently all weekend, all WrestleMania weekend, she was pulling shit or saying shit from from what I read. Again, this is all rumors. And that's, that's that to me, that that's age right there. She, she's about the same age as my younger sisters, and I just like, I kind of want to pull her aside and just kind of like lecture her like I would them. Like, you just can't do shit like that. She pulled herself off of uh, an appearance for the Wendy Williams show. Yep, I do remember that. Yeah. I mean, I would do the same thing. But I'm saying... It's Wendy Williams. <laughs> <laughs> but still, like, she's... She, again, she's showing... She's showing uh, that she doesn't want to be with the company in multiple ways. And mm-hmm. that that's... Not going about it in a mature way. Right. It's unfortunate because... An ego trip. Yeah, it, it, it very much is. It, it definitely sounds like just a whiny brat not getting her way. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I and I hate to say that because I've defended her on the show many times before. I do feel that she was put in the same category as many other ethnic wrestlers when it comes to championships. Uh, and that's why I have a problem with an upcoming one that we're going about to talk about. But at the end of the day... There's ways to handle yourself, and that wasn't it. Um, and it's unfortunate because she kind of she didn't just fuck herself over in that case, right? You know, she fucked she, Bailey. She's got a tag team partner too to think about. Um, I actually had Beth Phoenix and Natalia winning. I thought they were really going to push Beth Phoenix a little bit further, coming out of retirement kind of thing. Um, not that I wanted them to win. I, I, it would have been interesting. But it would have been interesting to see. Yeah. I mean, just even if it was like a month long reign, something, something like that. Yeah. Uh, she looked really good. I mean, she's she's still she's still guys still strong as shit. Um, I agree with you about the iconics. I I I, I love their I love their gimmick. Their shtick. Yeah, their shtick, <laughs> if you will. The in ring work though has got to get better, and and hopefully with them being the face of the women's tag division, that would give them motivation to do that. Speaking of getting better, I hope this fucking card gets better when we come back from break. But until then, we're going to st- yeah, we're going to stop and pay some bills and uh yeah, so stay tuned. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Hey, think you can tell us what to do. I can't tell you what to do. You think you can tell us what to wear? I can't tell you what to wear. You think that you're Hell no, I'm not better. Well, you better get ready. But I am smarter. I'll bow to the masters. The masters over at Rays. Rays will hook you up with all kinds of discounted gift cards for your favorite places to eat. 
for your favorite places to shop online and in store. They have any place you could possibly think of, and they even have discounts on ride sharing services like Lyft and Uber in case you guys need to make it to a show. So hop on over and support the show. Support your 20x20 crew. Visit us for more information on raise and discount gift cards over at 20x20crew.com slash podcast slash raise. That's R-A-I-S-E 20x20crew.com slash podcast slash raise. And we got two words for you. Save money! Alright guys, we're back. Thank you again for hanging in there with us and um, letting us pay some bills. Again, thank you for listening and thank you for supporting the show as always. Uh, we are back with uh, my cohort Matt and uh, Mel is joining us as our special guest today to talk Wrestlemania. And and we're... Uh, Is that what we're doing? Yeah. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And uh, we've covered a majority of the card already. And, oh, thank you. Yeah, right? Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> um, what, WrestleMania was like close to six hours? And I feel like this podcast is going six hours. Can I say something real quick about, about the time length? When we complain about the time, it's not because we can't sit through a fucking long wrestling show. Yeah, that's not it you know, at all. <coughs> Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, do I have to share my story again on Wrestle Kingdom? I'll do it real quick. I'll sure, do it real sure. quick. <laughs> Wrestle Kingdom 2018, especially. Uh, I'll never forget. Is you know January 4th is where Wrestle Kingdom happens. Tokyo Dome, all that stuff. Um, I had family come in from Florida. They're, they're there to visit. And Wrestle Kingdom's on. I took some time off work. And... My brother-in-law is sitting down for the for the first match. It was Rapongi 3K versus the Young Bucks, and he was he's not a wrestling fan at all. He's not he doesn't he doesn't get the product with all that stuff, but he was very much into that particular match. Uh, he did chuckle at the fact that Rapongi 3K was showing yo. I mean, he found that pretty funny because he's racist <laughs> like that. <laughs> but they had uh, they had lunch plans for another members of the family and then we were going to do our things afterwards so I was like yeah go ahead I'm just going to watch this I'm eating fuck. I had a big ass bowl of fucking oh no like uh noodles I, no it was um, <laughs> um uh, Captain Crunch cereal <laughs> and I ate the whole fucking box in, in the city you know throughout the throughout the thing I had them built down here and everything in, in my fucking domain and I never left the couch yet for the entire show now the show is about six and a half hours long mm. I never left, and he comes back. And I just, you know, I give him a key, like just let yourself in. And I'm still sitting here in my pajamas, all that <laughs> shit, eating the same fucking box of cereal. And he's like, "Dude, did did, did you move at all?" <laughs> and I looked at him like, "We talking? About? I only been here for like an hour. Like, what's the big fucking deal? Like, chill out, man. Like, aren't aren't you leaving? Kind of thing." And it was like four and a half hours later. Like, we're getting right before the, uh, um. Kenny Omega Chris Jericho match. Okay, and it was like time just <clears throat> fucking stopped, but in a good way. Yeah, you know, it, it was one of those things where you're so into what you were watching, nothing else matters. And, and for for people to put this in perspective as well, you know, this coming month we're in April right now. We got a pretty big movie release coming out in Avengers Endgame, and all I keep hearing is 
like the reiteration that it's going to be over three hours long. Yeah, it's supposed to be like Who three and a half hours. Who the fuck cares? If it's good... If you can sit through Titanic, you can sit through I, that. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, like, my, my point is, like, if it's a good product, mm -hmm. it doesn't matter how long it is. Mm -hmm. You know, it's well. You won't notice. You won't notice no. if you're entertained. You'll be too enthused. Yeah. If you if you're paying attention to the clock, it's not the length of the show; it's the quality of the show. So that that I bring that up because that gets brought out to my attention a lot when I complain about WWE being too long. Because I don't complain about it when <clears throat> other companies do it. Well, there's a reason. Because I'm being entertained. Mm -hmm. And I like watching it. And, and I'm, I'm into the product. Where in this case, I'm literally watching it for this podcast. So I can talk about it. And that's the only reason why. Well, the day we watched WrestleMania, we literally watched about 12 hours of wrestling. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of it to get WrestleMania out of our head. <laughs> I can actually watch good wrestling yeah. for once because that's all I've pretty much been watching is just not so good wrestling. I, I, I remember that now. Yeah. we I, I threw on NXT TakeOver New York. And yeah. Watched, much better. Threw on a few matches and it's like, here, let's, let's wash this shit down with something that actually is, you know, you can mm -hmm. like and enjoy. Yeah. Um, so the next match is one of those few cases where you can actually watch and enjoy. Uh, it was Daniel Bryan defending the WWE Championship versus Kofi Kingston. Um, I have my take on this. I'm going I'm to go around the room. Go ahead, Joe. I'm going to let you start off. Uh, What's you, your take on everything? First of all, the way they built up to this match... I was just so confused. I don't know if it was just different bookers or people making last-minute decisions, but uh, leading up to WrestleMania, you had Kofi going through hell and back just to have a spot at WrestleMania, and that I get. I mm -hmm. understand that much. Like I'm, I'm, you know, I'm. I know I'm not the smartest man in the world, but fuck, I, I understood that much. <laughs> but just. The way they went about it, you're like, what the fuck is going on? Like, what do, what do we hope to accomplish with this? Mm. So he does get his WrestleMania match, obviously. And then I'm sitting here watching the match. And first of all, I'm, I'm glad they got over 20 minutes because I think they deserve it. I think they deserved it. And this is, this, this out of uh, most of the rest of the card was my my big hope mm -hmm. that it would, this would was going to keep my attention and entertain me. Yeah. Uh, I was really surprised that they actually gave it to Kofi. I was waiting for, I told Matt uh, off off air, I was waiting for that box at ringside to be some sort of weapon or some of some sort to where um, Big E and Xavier Woods turned on Kofi and we just got shit on all over again as fans because that's what the company does. Mm. So I was waiting for that to happen and when it didn't and there was a clean pin and he wins, I'm like, what happened? Like, yeah, really, what happened? Like, yeah. seriously. So what's going to go on? Are they going to like, is the ref going to be like, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. There was a, a mistake. We have to restart the match. I was waiting for something like that to happen because I'm so used to and getting shit on. It's, yeah, it's fucking terrible. It but thought, but congratulations to Kofi. Of course. 
uh, I thought he was going to win. I'm like, how much can they disappoint the fans? <laughs> You'd be surprised. Yeah. Be... <laughs> I didn't know. But, I mean, obviously that's what it, the fans wanted, and that's what they got, and everyone was happy about it. This is one of those few times. I, first of all, I agree with what you said, Joe. The, the buildup was a little awkward. Um, it was clearly the, the hero's journey. His, you know, his odyssey to get to this to this point, but it was very awkward. It was put, um, not quite the Odysseus story that I was looking for for <laughs> Kofi Kingston. Uh, but I, I do give them credit for for doing that angle. Um, I, I I could have used less Vince McMahon in in that angle. That was weird. It was because especially you know given everything that I said in the previous match, it just it doesn't seem right that Vince McMahon is you know cutting down this particular wrestler and nobody else by the way yeah nobody else just Kofi Kingston but anyways uh, CM Punk recently said it best in an interview when it, when asked about Kofi Kingston winning the WWE title uh, it's great and all but I'm just gonna throw it out there from corner CM Punk uh, you know 10 years too late yeah you know mm. 10 years too late <clears throat> this is one of those times where I agree with CM Punk but I, I, I disagree because as much as I, I wish it would have happened a long time ago, you know, I'm... It was one of those moments, those rare moments at WWE where I'm actually proud to actually be watching what I'm watching because it finally happened. Now, Kofi Kingston is... What he is, he's not superstar, he's not jobber, he's, he's the worker. And what we've always talked about on the show is the curse of the good worker. You have somebody that is really good at what he does. And what that means, because he's not big, or because he's not, you know, I'm, it's the last time I'm going to say it, not necessarily the right color, uh, he's going to be the guy that gets somebody else over. And that's what he's done for 11 years, was get somebody else over. Uh, I get he's been Intercontinental Champion, U.S. Champion, I and mean, he's a fucking Grand Slam Champion now, which is yeah. fucking awesome. Um but Kofi Kingston was very much like a Daniel Bryan in the sense that his job was to get somebody else over. He was a stepping stone for somebody else. And that's what workers do. I mean, you look, go all the way back to guys like Roddy Piper, guys like Kurt Henning. They're not, they were not meant to, be, to win the big ones. They should have, but that wasn't what they were there to do. Hogan was there to win the big one all the time. Sorry, Polly, but it's true. And don't give me that shit they wanted to be there. Fuck that. I don't, I don't buy that shit. That's another episode, though. So, uh, we got we to do a part two. We so, do. We do. I'm calling you out, Polly. I really like this match. I thought it was good. I like Daniel. I'm, I don't know much about him, but I liked his technique. And he was actually putting Kofi into submissions that it looked like he probably couldn't get out of versus... Um, like kind of like the fake shit I've been seeing throughout the <laughs> throughout the whole thing. So what you saw was an actual wrestler. Yeah, wrestling. that's what I want. That's you know, what I want, and that's what I remember. I'll never forget the first time I saw Brian Danielson wrestle. I mean, that's his real name. We we don't call him Daniel Bryan on here um, because Brian Danielson is one of the best wrestlers I've ever seen in my entire life in all of years watching wrestling. So I'm really proud that you picked up on that your first time <laughs> seeing him because it was, it was it was an interesting match because this wasn't let's 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 put it out there this wasn't their best match, 
This wasn't like this was like a fucking gem of a match. It was really good, but mm-hmm. it still felt a little bit lacking. Yeah. But Daniel Bryan, and I'm glad you brought him up because that's another guy we got to talk about here. This is a big deal for Daniel Bryan, too, because we talked about the curse of the, of the good worker. You go back four years, all right? I'm sorry. You go back five years now uh, when Daniel Bryan was in the same situation as Kofi Kingston, where he's this close to winning it. He's been on this long crusade to try to finally win it. Same thing. The whole, his odyssey. And, and, and for him, it was WrestleMania 30, where he won the World Heavyweight title that night. And for him to be the guy to lay down for Kofi Kingston, I'm telling you right now, and I, I, this is just my opinion on it, but knowing the type of love and respect that he has for the business, that was the only way that Daniel Bryan wanted to end that match, to be the guy to, to give that title to Kofi Kingston. Because in wrestling, especially for two great wrestlers like this, losing the title sometimes is just as big as winning it, depending on who you're losing it to. Yeah. And when you have somebody like Kofi Kingston who should have been champion years ago and is finally there, what a fucking honor to be the guy that said, you, you, it's your turn. Run with this fucking thing now. Sure. So it, it, it was one of those really rare moments where I was actually very proud of what they put together. Yeah, I had my gripes with it, but mm-hmm. overall. It was, yeah, one of the more memorable matches throughout the whole thing. Absolutely it was. The one thing that they were missing was fucking announce team that could call the match <laughs> oh my god and uh, see that's the thing though because you go back to the NXT takeover pay-per-view with Gargano and and uh, Adam Cole baby and <laughs> <laughs> I just again how great of a match that was it was so much better because of Mauro Ronaldo calling it yeah I mean he fucking told you the story as you were watching it it's, it's like having a bedtime story as a kid and envisioning it in your head, but like it's hard because you got some schmuck that's just like just trying to get over it so you go to sleep. Like he's like, no, he's painting the fucking picture for you mm-hmm. as you're fucking watching it. This should have happened for Kofi Kingston and Daniel Bryan, and instead we got Michael Cole and the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> and it just it that was my own that, that was another issue too. And I, I know I know I'm making light of the situation, but seriously. You have something like that. I mean, step your fucking game up, Michael Cole. I mean, you're the fucking lead announcer. Have a little more respect for what you're what you're seeing, and and really sell the fucking match. I mean, isn't that the whole concept? Is to fucking sell the product. But mm-hmm. at, at any rate, Kofi Kingston is the new WWE champion. It goes about 24 minutes. For me, I'm just gonna throw it out there right now. This was this was definitely the match of the night for me. And uh, overall, it was. Uh, I want to say great way. It was an interesting spot to put it in because what's happening next oh, Jesus. is just like it's a domino effect until we get to the main event. Yeah. Um, the first one we're going to talk about and I have a feeling we're going to talk about it longer than the actual match took place. <laughs> uh, Samoa Joe defended the United States Championship against Rey Mysterio. If you want to call it that. Yeah. The match goes a minute. Yeah, that's why I barely remember it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it, it, I think it took them longer to come out and during their oh, respective entrances. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, not only that, but this was the match, too, because, you know, they always have the match where they, they go to every single fucking announce table. Because we fucking care that there's a fucking 
Chinese fucking announce team. I don't fucking care. Good for them. Like, fucking li- well, listen. It, it would be really interesting to see the buy rates for those countries. Because it's like, <laughs> like, really? Like, I know how it is here in America. Yeah. Like, nobody wants to pay for this shit. Is it that big in India? Yeah. Is it that big in Russia? Yeah. Like, is it that big in China? Like, I, I would love to we'll, know the We'll numbers. check on that next time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I mean, by the way, we've already talked about this longer than the match. Uh, <laughs> <there you> <laughs> Samoa Joe retains the title, uh, makes quick work of Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio was known to be hurt going into this match. We talked about it off air last week. We kind of said they kind of dropped the ball here. They definitely dropped the ball here. They did. Because if Rey Mysterio is knowingly hurt, and first of all, it's Samoa Joe. It's not like Samoa Joe needs to, needs to be built up as his monster. He already is that. So, it's WrestleMania weekend. You have a plethora of talent that's in the neighborhood. This would have been a good time for maybe an NXT call-up, right? Maybe even if it was a one-and-done situation. Yeah. Put on a WrestleMania show. Just, I mean, just one, one match. Like, I get it. You want Rey Mysterio on the card because it's WrestleMania and all that. Great, fine. But... Dude, have him come out and, like, help fucking Graves announce the match, yeah. you know? Help, help the fucking announce yeah. team, because they don't know what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> and then just give someone else the joke. <laughs> let, let, have, it, have it be an open challenge. And instead of seeing fucking helicopter shots and other bullshit <laughs> throughout the night, give them more than a fucking minute. Give them Matt Riddle. Was a small joke. Oh. And we're not talking bad about helicopters. <laughs> we love helicopters, okay? <laughs> oh my no God. offense. Well, that's that's debatable. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So next match we have Drew McIntyre versus Roman Reigns, and I promise you, I'm not going to talk about the controversy that I have with Roman Reigns mm-hmm. on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not done with Roman yet. Um, this match goes a little over 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. It's about what I expected for it. Yeah. Sluggish, but mm-hmm. yeah. decent decent parts in some areas. I'll give him some credit. I love Drew McIntyre's in-ring work. I didn't expect a whole lot from Roman Reigns. I know he's still trying to get his feet under under him. Um, overall, it, it 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 just it was just there. It happened. Yeah, that, that's what it felt like, too. I mean, it just kind of got lost on the card. And and let's face it, Roman Roman as much as he probably doesn't want to agree with me, he's just he's not ready to be pulling WrestleMania matches, let alone anything else. Yeah. Like you gotta baby steps, man. Like you've been gone, you just battled cancer again for the second time, like I would feel weird being his opponent. Yeah. I would like, just feel kinda awkward about it. Yeah, give yourself know. some proper time to to readjust. You yeah, know? I mean that's a serious thing. <clears throat> or was it? Yeah, dun dun dun. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so it it happened. I don't. Know, to me, it, it's there's not much to say about it. It it was okay. Uh, Roman Reigns wins as expected. I mean, it was the feel good story, the comeback. But even then, they didn't even build it as that much. Mm-hmm. No, like no. that 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 for to me that made the match <clears throat> a, a little more awkward. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like if we're gonna do that, do it right yeah. so that there is that build up, and it didn't come across that way. All right, let's get this next one out the way. <laughs> Fuck, uh, dude. I'm scared. Yeah. <laughs> and this is what we're watching on, on the TV oh, right God. now, too. So. Yeah. You want to call us watching. Perfect. Um, <laughs> we have a, a no-holds-barred match. It's Batista versus Triple H. 
This was another goofy one, just like The Miz. <laughs> like, it was just so fucking goofy. You know what's funny is that Shawn Michaels, the winner of that Miz match, is doing commentary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Batista's out there with his nose piercing and his tiny nipples, and he's just... Uh, I will never look at Batista the same way now that you've pointed yeah, out his tiny, tiny nipples. You can't even find him. <laughs> and apparently terrible. he can walk alone inside pits of danger, but he can't get in the fucking ring. Oh, God. Horrible. <laughs> No. That's his WrestleMania moment. Had, he like, comes in and he fucking stumbles. That was stumbles. your first job was to get in that <laughs> ring, okay? And he had trouble getting out of the SUV, too. Poor soul. <laughs> Something wrong with his legs. Oh, I don't know. Oh, uh, This match... This is really drawn out. <laughs> this, yeah, very much so. This is what I fell asleep to. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. It was a 25-minute match. It's close a good to little it. lullaby. Yeah, I, I took a nice little nap. <laughs> I mean, I, I knew I wasn't missing anything. <laughs> What can you fucking say about this match that uh, went on too long? Went on too These long. These two guys don't need to be wrestling anymore. Yeah. I was actually hoping Batista would win just because of the stipulation, which doesn't fucking matter because we they break that stipulation all yeah. the time. Mm-hmm. But this was essentially a retirement match mm. for Triple H. It had to have lost, and he wins, and so he's gonna wrestle again. Yeah. Uh, even even a no holds bar. She. Sometimes when you do a no-holds-barred match, you're pretty much saying, we have no chemistry, we don't have enough talent, we're going to use weapons and get shock value, shock, a shock value, and they don't even do that. I mean, there's, there's, there's literally a spot where, whether it's a clip-on or not, it probably is a clip-on, <laughs> but like he rips his fucking nose piercing mm-hmm. right out, and it's like, I don't fucking care. Yeah. No, nothing nothing about this. Yeah. There was, there was some promise early in the match where, you know, he pulls out the toolbox and he's going through and using tools here and there. I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm game. Let's see where this goes. No pun intended. But then you fell asleep. And then I fell asleep. <laughs> exactly. Because the moment he pulled the fucking thing out of his nose, I'm like, I'm done with this match. <laughs> I don't need to see the bullshit. Yeah, so that's uh, that's really that's really all you can say. It, it, it went out fucking way too long. It should never have happened. Look how gassed Batista is. He needs to retire his tiny nipples. He's not, and just get <laughs> oh, it over he, with. he made it official. He's not coming back. Okay. Yeah. All right. Because he's not even doing anything and he's tired. No. You're literally just holding a sledgehammer. I mean, and the buildup in this match, too, was bad. I mean, this is a fucking movie star now and he can't remember two fucking lines. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, I mean, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, Maybe they didn't pay him enough. <sighs> Whatever, man. I'm not getting paid enough to remember, okay? Whatever. And what the fuck is tattooed on his belly button now? Yeah. What is that? It's he a just, fucking ink blob. just loves belly button tattoos. He used to have his belly button pierced for a while. Good thing he got rid of that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. This was this was a bad match. I'm done talking about this. We're moving on. Okay. Uh, who wins again? Oh, Triple H wins the match. That's right. And he doesn't have to retire. So, good for you. Did we talk about John Cena at all? <sighs> Do we I don't. Have to? I don't want to, but <laughs> so, he was out there looking like an idiot per usual. We have to talk about John Cena. Now. No, we, okay. No, we don't. Talk about <laughs> John Cena came back. So annoying. He's a fucking thug again for one night. It's, uh, again, it's, it's so just, annoying. It was annoying, and it was just it was it was a waste. Mm-hmm. You could have easily given that time to a different match, and it been worth everybody's while. Don't get me wrong; the fans reacted positively to him, and that's the problem. That's yeah. the fucking problem. You guys do it to yourselves. <laughs> and then you bitch about it afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Don't say anything. Just fucking leave. I know he's such an intelligent guy. It's really hard to watch me 
or watch him talk like that. Yeah, <laughs> it is. I mean, he's hosting a fucking kid show. <laughs> but it, that, was, that was advertised, and now he, he's, he's, now he's a, a thug. He's like Beetlejuice. If you, if you, <laughs> oh, if no. you want him around, you'll say his name, but you can't, you can't I, bitch afterwards because you're the one that brought him on. You did this. So you knocked it off. <laughs> like he, you can't like see him. I don't. I don't want to. <laughs> so, speaking of retirement matches, no. we gotta talk about this one. I know it's heartbreaking. It makes me sad. Uh, Kurt Angle had his farewell match. He got six minutes, six minutes and five seconds to fucking retire to Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin. Who fucking wrestled in slacks. In slacks. Yeah. And a button shirt. How fucking depressing. He said that I read that Kurt said that that was a, he was a challenge for him. Like he well, that's what he wanted. Is a challenge I, for Kurt I guess. At this point because he's all fucking broken down. Why is it that I read that a lot of people wanted him to fight Cena? Yeah, that was that, that, that was the rumor. It, well, it, it, Consider the source, the WWE universe. They don't know what they want to begin with, and they just think it's just a good idea. Well, it's also it was also the full circle thing. Remember John Cena? Oh, that too. Yeah, Kurt Angle was John Cena's first opponent when he got called up to the big leagues. Uh, so it was that full circle thing. But um, yeah, I don't care what Kurt Angle wanted. Yeah, Kurt Angle said he was okay with losing. Bull fucking shit. Don't let don't listen to him. He's on his way out the door. Well, see, this, this, give him give yeah. him a fucking win. You, you're only giving him six minutes. This let him win the fucking match. This is what I mean though too. Like this, obviously he's been dropped on his head too many times because like after the match is over, he fucking gets on the microphone. <laughs> play the I, I want to play my music so I can hear the two words that define my career. Mm-hmm. Was the exact words. That was super depressing. You, know, you suck. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, this is uh, the worst. Michael Cole, believe it or not, saves the. T- to an extent, because you know he's like that definitely does not represent Kurt Angle's career. Yeah, but it, I mean, and I don't want to give Michael Cole any more credit than that. But yeah, too much already. <laughs> I apologize. Like for the year, <laughs> he gets no more for the year. All right, I'll give the rest to Jeff Jarrett. That's the other guy who's writing. I forgot about it. Son of a bitch. That's Jeff right. That's oh It's all fucking whacked. Double J. But Baby. I mean, Kurt understood it was. It's kind of tradition for. Him, him to lose at a retirement match, I guess. Well, see, you asked me that the next day, and yeah, retirement matches generally involve people losing, mm-hmm. you know, because usually, mm-hmm. like Triple H in, in the match we're watching right now, thankfully we're not talking about it anymore. Um, <laughs> but like usually they they lose because it's you know it's being put on the line, and that's it's a help to get the other guy over. Mm-hmm. This is a farewell match. You know, win or lose or draw, like he's done. He's not. He's not fucking doing any more matches, so it doesn't matter. It's. I mean, it. It would make sense to lose to somebody to get them over, but in this case, you didn't accomplish that either. And the reason why is because Baron Corbin, just like every other fucking Baron Corbin match, this is why he's my biggest disappointment of of the new era. Because I used to love Baron Corbin. He doesn't take anything seriously. <laughs> you have Kurt Angle in his last match, and I get Kurt Angle isn't the Kurt Angle of old. That's why he's retiring. But you have Kurt Angle in the ring. Why not fucking give him the best match you possibly can? Mm-hmm. And instead, what we got was a lackluster six-minute bullshit match. And that's to me, that's yeah. the depressing part. It was disappointing and sad. It, it's not so much. I mean, I agree. Kurt Angle should have walked away with a win. 
But that's not the point, the, the part that, that makes me upset. It's the fact that he couldn't even be given a fucking match mm-hmm. that's worthwhile. Yeah. You know, like the Apollo Crews match he had with, <laughs> the, on Raw a few weeks prior to that. Yeah. Apollo Crews gave him everything he could. And again, it wasn't the best match because Kurt Angle can't do it anymore. No, he can't. Uh, it, it was it was it was really sad. And then on top of that, Kurt Angle goes out there the following night on Raw. He beats up Baron Corbin, mm-hmm. but then Lars Sullivan, as we talked about, and we're seeing it live during episode uh, fifty-eight. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> Lars Sullivan comes out and he just manhandles Kurt Angle and that's the, how we say goodbye to Kurt Angle. Was, mm. uh, I mean it was it was it was like it was like slapping your grandfather in the face yeah. two nights in a row. I just wanted him to take me out for ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> and did you see like after a speech he kissed like all of his fifteen kids? I'm He's like, got Jesus a lot of kids. What the hell? He must have got it going on. Okay. I wonder he can't go anymore. Do your thing, okay. Playboy. Okay, Jeez. Grandpa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Kurt Angle lost the match, and Baron Corbin Baron Corbin and Slacks knocked off. <laughs> and you were going to bring that up? <laughs> uh, you need a damn Slacks. <laughs> <laughs> so... Here we are. We're wrapping it up. We got one, two more matches. Two wow, more matches. Okay. Two more. Can we? Can we do this? I don't know. I fucking this. hope so. I need a shot. Uh, <laughs> I told you to bring the alcohol. <laughs> um, Bobby Lashley defends the Intercontinental Championship, and by the way, I think he comes out first, if I'm not mistaken. He does come out. He does out come out first, first. motherfucker. <laughs> uh, he defends against Finn Balor in demon form. Mm-hmm. Which uh, doesn't change how I feel about Finn Balor. Uh, this match, thankfully, only goes four minutes. Again, their entrances were longer than the match. Longer than the match. Well, especially Finn Balor, because he's got to yeah. do all his goofy... And I get shit. it. You're, it's WrestleMania. It's supposed to be a spectacle. You don't often get to see the demon, but god damn, did this mm-hmm. match fucking suck. <laughs> Well, he, spent, he spent more time growling at Leo Rush than fucking doing anything else. Hmm. Yeah, it, it was pretty bad. But I don't know what happened with Bobby Lashley. I've never been a fan of his, per se. No, neither have I. But at least in Impact Wrestling, he was wrestling. You yeah. know, to an extent. I mean, he was not... I mean, he's not like this fucking top-tier talent that I would ever vouch for, but shit, he's better than four minutes. I mean, fuck, so is Finn Balor. And this is what you fucking get. You fucking get a four-minute match that really meant nothing. Finn Balor's new Intercontinental Champion. This is another one I barely remember. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there's, there's a reason for it. Yeah. Any, any, any traction that that belt had, out the window. They, they've been they've been handing it out like fucking candy yeah. to people. Mm. It's like it's fucking bullshit. That's yeah. supposed to be your worker belt. You know? Well... Maybe Finn Balor can change it. I mean, we'll, we'll see. But um, moving on, moving on <laughs> to uh, to the final match, the the main event, uh, winner takes all triple threat match. You have Ronda Rousey defending the Raw Women's Championship. By the way, by the way, she comes out first. If that ain't a fucking spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Versus uh, Charlotte Flair, who's the SmackDown Women's Champion, who comes out second. 
in a triple threat match. Um, you mean uh, the other first? Yeah, the other first. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Uh, uh, versus Becky Lynch, a.k.a. the man, who's not a champion and comes out last. I wonder who wins this match. <laughs> I, um, first of all, before we talk about it, women main event WrestleMania. Is this a big deal? Absolutely. You, Oh, my God. It's about fucking time. Yeah. And to be honest with you, regardless of all the controversy about the at least one of the participants, it it was it was nice to see something different with WrestleMania, and I I really thought that out of the entire roster, these three were gonna do it. Yeah, these three were gonna do it. They were gonna get this this match over, and they were gonna end WrestleMania with a bang. And I'm not saying they didn't, but I think the bang was not as loud as I had anticipated. There's a reason why for me, and we'll talk about that in a sec, but uh, for you, Mal, as a woman, I know, you know, this is your first WrestleMania, but, like, to see, to know that wrestling has mainly been a male-dominated sport, or whatever you want to call it, to have women main eventing, your biggest show of the year, whether it's good or not, it's your biggest show of the year. I mean, for you as a woman, like, what's your what, what were your th- what's your thoughts of seeing that? I mean, I think it's great that they did that, and that you know the federation is stepping up their game and uh, you know getting that together. It wasn't. I mean, it was it was a good match. I I didn't know Ronda Rousey was even in wrestling. She's not. Okay. <laughs> well, she is. All she right. Is, well, yeah, well. Uh, a lot of her fighting skills came through. Um, so I liked that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was okay. It was all right. I mean, it probably could have been done better, but a lot of this could have been done better. So <laughs> it, didn't, it, didn't surpri- it didn't surprise me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it could have went out with a, a bigger bang. Like, uh, Joe said, I guess to answer my own question. It, it, I mean, it, it is a big deal. I mean, we, 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 we talked about how, women wrestling in the WWE has been such a joke for decades. Yeah. And just alone by that video game we played. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. exactly. And know. there was like five only five women five, on there. Five women compared yeah. to what you see now. Right. And and not only that, but like they're let, let's let's go back to the Hall of Fame real quick <laughs> if, we, if we can. You know, somebody like Tori Wilson getting the Hall of Fame and what did you accomplish? You posed for Playboy twice mm-hmm. hey cool you know I, I, I that, that was a nice spread I enjoyed it but other than that what did you do you posed in a bikini you you, you did wet and wild matches you did lingerie pillow fights <laughs> how did you help the women evolution grow you didn't and it's not Tori Wilson's fault I'm not blaming her she was she played the role that she was given mm-hmm. and, and that's fine yeah but at some point wrestling changed and WWE likes to take credit for that but there is a a whole world of wrestling out there that has existed for during that time when they were wrestling around or walking around in fucking bikinis and all that shit yeah this definitely wasn't a pillow fight yeah which was nice yeah exactly and or not nice depending on well, what you like but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean here, here's the thing here's the thing I mean yeah of course I, I get shit for this a lot you know First of all, I don't owe anybody an explanation on my sexuality. I, but, <laughs> but yeah, I, 
what what guy, especially growing up seeing Tori Wilson, she, she mentioned being part of her uh, of of a lot of guys puberty. Yeah, shit. She I, joked about it. I'm yeah. fuck. I was fucking one of them. Okay, like it's not, like it's not like something that I, I'm, I'm ashamed to admit. Like, yeah, she's a beautiful woman. That's just it's it, and they exist today too. Just like you could, you know, you can grovel over, over a fucking man wrestler. That's fine. Yeah. But when you turn on, when I turn on a wrestling product, I want to see fucking wrestling. If I want to see half naked women, there's other sources I could fucking. Yeah. Go see it. Yeah. I want to fucking see wrestling. I mean, that's... I, I don't think I need to explain it any better than that. But, you know, I, I love the fact that wrestling, women wrestling has evolved so much in other other wrestling companies. And finally, WWE is getting on board and saying, you know, we need to do that. Yeah. We need to have that. It's definitely getting there. And it, it's, it's definitely, for sure, has improved... And I'm really happy that they got to do the main event. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not too excited that Ronda Rousey was part of it. And unfortunately, that's a big reason why this was the main event, in my opinion. And yeah. it's unfortunate because she's the least talented female wrestler on, on the roster. Um, and I'm not discrediting her fighting ability. She's obviously one of the best MMA fighters in the world. but Or what used to be. But... This is pro wrestling, and she doesn't know how to carry herself as a pro wrestler. That's true. Um, Charlotte Flair, we want to talk about the fucking helicopters that we brought up multiple times. <laughs> the entrance was 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 overdone. <laughs> I'm sitting there, I'm sitting there watching this, and it, you know, it goes and it shows her she's in the fucking helicopter, and they're showing her she's just kind of like half ass looking out the window. Mm-hmm. That like, was really pointless. Yeah, and I'm like. I'm, the whole time I'm like, is something going to happen? Is it going to crash? Is it going to crash? <laughs> or like, it's not a one-on-one match. Is, 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 <laughs> like, is, like the, is, is like the pilot like... She's going to fight for her life. Yeah, like is the pilot like another wrestler that's going to like, fuck you, we're not See, going that, to the arena. You know that would have been really like good. a scene from fucking Terminator. You something. should be writing this shit. You know? But no. <laughs> Just... Her staring for a couple mm-hmm. minutes, and then we see her land, and then you see her start walking to the arena, and then they cut back to the arena, and I'm like, what kind of fucking bullshit is this? Yeah. Completely. Like, there was no fucking point It didn't to even it. get you excited, like, no. to see her. Like, just like, why Why are we seeing this right yeah. now? I don't know who made that call, but I don't know. fuck you. Probably I want her. those minutes of my life back. <laughs> Who was that other girl that came out and she just came out in a dress and she's like, "Hello, it's me." Oh, I mean, yeah. she didn't speak or anything. Oh, yeah. when what is her name? She just like stared at the crowd for what is her fucking, fucking name? Ever. I'm having a brain Lacey fart. Evans. Thank what you. the yeah. hell Lacey is that? That's what she does. That's what she does. That's what she does. She's yeah. been doing that for what two, three months now. Two, three now? months. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it, pal. We That's another waste of time helicopter. right there. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> I, we should write the show. You fucking already get it. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um, the the actual match, the actual match was solid overall. I I, mm. I got frustrated because every time Becky and Charlotte would start getting at it, Ronda kept getting in the way. It's like get out of here. <laughs> you know what? I, it, that was very frustrating for me, but probably because of a different reason. Okay, because for me, like I do want to see Lynch and Flair at it because I think there's that's your bread and butter. But, oh, absolutely. But. It did make it interesting with Rousey coming, you know, building up to WrestleMania, you know, kind of kayfabing it and talking shit and refusing to do this and that. That played into it for me, and I'm like, all right, what is she going to kind of... 
Yeah, what is she going to try to fuck up during the match now? Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Yeah, you know, uh-huh. and like, so like the spot with the table. Yeah. You know, yeah, so, oh, you guys want to see the table? Fuck, tables are for bitches. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh, here we go. <laughs> you know? But she was not, because she's not a seasoned professional wrestler and they didn't train her enough or properly or what have you, mm-hmm. it, it, it worked against her. It ultimately worked against her. And I, I that's why I said it, it ended with a bang, but not yeah. a big bang. Yeah. And then that ending, like I still don't know. I oh, haven't so yeah. heard I haven't heard any reports, I don't know any rumors, but it seemed to me like they fucked up either either it was Rousey or Lynch, one of them fucked up that pin oh, yeah. to the point where the ref didn't have a choice but to count one, two, three. Uh-huh. And then it was like, okay, show's over. And you're like, wait, what the fuck just happened? Nothing gets explained. It just, <clears throat> even the commentator just kind of like. Yeah, Corey, Corey Graves. Corey Graves tried to. Yeah, he was like, oh, I think they kind of did something. Yeah. <laughs> so one of the girl positions fucking yell at him. I bet. Yeah. I bet. We'll, we'll, we'll have to wait till like a year later before the next WrestleMania and they'll show the behind the scenes yeah. shit and they're like, God damn it, Corey, hurry up. <laughs> but no, yeah. I in Out of all the matches, my daughter really wanted to watch this match. Mm-hmm. And then because she refused to watch WrestleMania thanks to Shane McMahon and The Miz, <laughs> she she didn't watch it. And so she had asked me, she's like, how, how was the match? And I told her, I'm like, we can just pull it up if you want. And she's like, no, it doesn't seem like it's worth it. Hmm. She she was a fan of the match that happened earlier in the year between Flair and Lynch, where they oh. beat the piss out of each other. What was that, TLC? T- well, that was a triple threat, TLC, with Asuka. You think I, it may be the Evolution pay-per-view? Uh, yeah, it was Evolution. That was, that was one hell of a match. Yeah, and she, like, that was, she was like, yes. Like, don't get me wrong, you don't have to have... Into any any combatants, whether they're female or male, beat the piss out of each other with weapons to have a, a great match. Mm-hmm. That's not a thing. But what they did, it like they they went above and beyond, even though they didn't have to, and it showed. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't just all about weapons; it was wrestling as well. They gave you the complete package, and so like to me, that was the pinnacle of this whole triple threat throughout the the year this whole storyline yeah wrestlemania it just fell short Hmm. it wasn't it wasn't that and and became kind of something else yeah and and you can thank ronda rousey for at least part of that okay well ronda rousey is officially done Uh, her and brock she don't have a baby now Hey, more power to Have her. Have all the like, babies I'm, you want. I'm, I'm happy for her. Wow. I'm, I'm, I'm glad she's doing something other than this because yeah. clearly it's just not working out. Instead of ruining all of our lives, she's ruining one child's life. Oh, oh wow. Oh, damn. Uh, man. Wow. Um, Becky, <laughs> <laughs> Becky Lynch wins uh, both the Raw and SmackDown Women's Championship. Um, the right person win the, win the titles? Yeah. Yeah, Becky Lynch. Uh, Becky Lynch is white hot. To me, it's no, it's a no brainer. Yeah, it was a no brainer. Yeah, like if if she didn't, it's like fucking Kofi Kingston all over again. At this point, yeah, like you can't. Mm. You built up that much heat and 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 uh, attention on Becky Lynch. If you don't give her that title, you're pissing off the entire WWE universe. I mean, you're you're all. I mean, because Ronda Rousey's leaving. And at this point, I'm assuming the the, the writers know this. I would hope so. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, Char- so Charlotte Flair is your other option. If they give it to Charlotte Flair again, 
I would have I would have died. I would have just fucking yeah, died. Yeah, I would have been so pissed off. Like, what the fuck are you like, doing? Like, I already wanted to die that night. <laughs> like, I just, I wanted, I just, I, I couldn't fucking cherry do on it. Sunday. You know, and to have, to have Charlotte Flair take the big one again, would just, it would have just been the absolute worst way to fucking end what was already a pretty mediocre night. Can you imagine what kind of fucking heat she would have had leaving mm, that arena? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's... She would have had to run to the helicopter. <laughs> fucking oh, fucking was shot down. <laughs> man. Oh, man. So that is WrestleMania in, in a nutshell. WrestleMania 35. Uh, we survived the ride. That was your first WrestleMania. and I, Yeah, the first one I watched all the way through. I gotta say, I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry, yeah. I'm sorry too. Yeah, it's apologize. okay. Yeah. That's all right. Because uh, not all WrestleManias were like this. I mean... Uh, when did they start becoming less potent? It, it's been a while. Yeah. It's been a long time. It's been a long time, I think yeah. at least a decade. Wow. Yeah, that they've at been least a decade. Pretty mediocre. Unfortunate. I mean, they, they took the wrestle out of Mania, man. That's that's what they did. They, it's, it's just... They focus on celebrities. They focus on uh, old-timers. And I'm not saying that because Kurt Angle's walking away because th- this actually would have been a good a good send off for him it's just, it's an actual send off but like I was surprised we didn't see Undertaker this year mm. I there was no mention of the Undertaker um, but you you had you had to have John Cena because John Cena is no longer a full time wrestler but let's put him in there anyways you know you have all these other bits and, and or these other half ass performers like Shane McMahon or a Brock Lesnar and guys like that and it just takes away from the actual raw talent. I mean, there used to be a time where WrestleMania was a way to kind of like showcase not only like the current talent, but like the up and coming talent. Uh, case yeah. in point, real quick, WrestleMania 13. And I know you know this one very well, Joe. There's this up and comer dude named Stone Cold Steve Austin that was creating a name for himself and was given a match against Bret Hart. And. He lost that match. But who walked away as the biggest name in pro wrestling that night? Stone Cold Steve Austin. Well, I'd hope that they went into business for themselves. They went into business for themselves, yeah, sure. But the fact that what they did that night, though, is what I'm saying. He was given that opportunity, given that platform to do it. And how how he became a star, I mean, I get he was already on the rise, but now he is this mega fucking star that goes into 97 and then into 98 where he ends up winning the title the next year. I mean, it, it's shit like that. You have those opportunities. You don't need fucking Batista and Triple H going a half hour. You don't fucking need that at all. Um, you don't need to waste time on Samoa Joe and Rey Mysterio seeing that they're not fucking actually wrestling that night because yeah. Rey Mysterio was hurt. There's a lot of wasted p- potential here, and you have guys and girls that were on the fucking Battle Royal that would have had a great fucking match. Yeah. On the actual card. Oh, yeah. And that's the fucking problem. Um, if you see Bobby Lashley with fucking green-ass fucking contacts. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it is. It's. it was a very disappointing WrestleMania. Um, I don't know about you, Joe, but if I had to... I'm not going to rank the fucking WrestleManias right now, but... <laughs> as far as 1 through 35, this is definitely... I would say definitely in the bottom 30s. I mean, it's it's oh, it's, yeah. it's out way down the fucking. It is way ways. down there. Damn. It was it was it was very disappointing. It was very tough to sit through. 
I'm glad I didn't have to sit through alone. Again, this is my first year without having you guys. You know, usually there's a, it's some kind of shindig. Yeah, it, yeah, we usually get together in some form or fashion. Yeah. This was the first year, and I, I can't even remember when. Yeah, things are a little different for me this year, so it's uh, it was good to just not have to sit through this fucking shit alone. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I would Moral survive. support. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got you, man. Uh, alcohol helps, too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So yeah, that's gonna fucking do it for us. Um, I want to thank Mel for for coming on the show. Yeah, thank you. Oh, thank you for having you me. Fun. It was fun. We do it again. I would. Uh, <laughs> I think next time we we should come back with a a top ten list of uh, small sniffles. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I would I love think that. That's a feature. Is that a spoiler alert? <laughs> spoiler. I, I, you know what? Because I, I'll be honest with you. I look that, forward to that. That's not what I like. I don't pay attention, and and I'm glad you you're on the show to to offer a different oh, you're point welcome. of view. So like just that, I'm like, you know what? I'm actually gonna go back. And that was the most insightful part of the whole episode. Was Batista's nipples. I tell you what, folks. I'm gonna be completely honest here with you. I am going to. Um, I'm not going to hawk you WrestleMania, okay? I don't want you to watch WrestleMania. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to visit us over at 20x20crew.com slash podcast slash WWE Network. That's all one word. Get yourself a subscription because we're about to take a journey to find who has all the small nipples <laughs> in the WWE. And, and, and you've got a plethora of brands... Decades, shows, companies, all available on the network. I'm. Can they send us pictures? Absolutely. Oh yeah. You can send us email us pictures at twenty x twenty crew at this, gmail.com. Oh, that was just so many. This took a pictures. turn. I'm I'm excited. <laughs> if you want to send us pictures on Facebook, come come holler at us over at uh, facebook.com slash group slash twenty x twenty talk. I love your plug. Um. I, I, I don't want you to put them on the, the, the Facebook page, but sure, why not? Facebook.com slash 20x20crew is our official Facebook page. If you want to uh, tweet us pictures of wrestlers' nipples, we're available to do that at Twitter.com slash 20x20crew. And uh, fuck it, why not? Instagram. <laughs> Instagram.com slash 20x20crew. Just be plagued. Just plagued I'm with nipples. I'm excited now. Like, I'm, cause it, I'm, in more like, ways than one. Like, out of all the <laughs> fucking useless wrestling stats in my brain, Mel, none of them have ever involved nipples, <laughs> nipple sizes. There you go. I'm going to get my wife in on this one because she's not a wrestling fan, but okay. she'll look at nipples with me. All right. She was fucking worried Sweet. about being on the show, and look at what, she, look what you did. <laughs> I, I was a nervous wreck. Nipple mania over nipple here. Nipple mania. It's, it's already better than fucking WrestleMania. There you go. That's the name of the show. This is now. what it's come down to. <laughs> Uh, really quick question: Does the demon have bigger nipples than Finn Balor, even though he's the same guy? <laughs> Again, um, another question remains to be determined because, uh, yeah, his hair is in the way, so it's hard to tell. I wonder if he draws bigger nipples on with the, all the body paint. Hmm. Good question. <laughs> I'm up, I'm looking now. Look. Okay. No, he doesn't. He didn't draw them on this time. Batistas are still smaller. They're fucking hella small. Yeah. <laughs> I can't unsee that now. Yeah. Because you can't find them. That's why. Yeah, you can't small find as nipples. Them. It he, takes he small nipples to, get them to pierced, walk but... through pits of danger alone. Yeah. So. Um, and and of course, our home on the web is twenty x twenty crew dot com, where you will find all of our past episodes and merch and whatnot. Uh, you won't find. Pictures of nipples yet. Not yet. Not yet. 
that's all up to you guys. Please send them in and and just comment if you find some nipples that you guys like. Shout them out. I don't care if they're Tully Blanchers or Dusty Rhodes. Just hit us up. Dusty Rhodes got some big-ass nipples, though. We're going to become acquainted with everyone's nipples. <laughs> Stop staring at my nipples. <laughs> um, I, I, you know what? I'm I'm done. I can't wait to go home and look for nipples. I'll be honest with you. That's what we're going to do. So, uh, until next time, uh, I have been Joe. That has been Matt. This has been Mel. And we will see, see you in the ring. ring.